All right, so before we get started, Jesus, we all want to know, do you still fuck with Kanye West after all his mamanas oh, this God. week? No, man, I don't fuck with Kanye West. You know who I fuck with? Who's that? Fuchila Freshness. Oh, shit. When you're Fuchila, in your axilla, in your maxima, in your chancala, no te preocupes, we got solution, it's air freshener by Fuchila. Fresh. Damn. Damn. See, I, I had a that phone was all call. off the dome. That was all, man. I, I had a, a mentoring session with Dr. Dre this week. Holy shit! You know, so he he laid it down for me, man. He did. He just said you need to let your nuts hang. You're the next Kendrick, pretty much, man. I don't I don't know how much longer. You need to quit I'm, your engineering. I don't job. know how long. I don't even need to do this podcast anymore, man. Seriously, Jimmy Iovine, at me, dog. <laughs> Hashtag me, dog. Anyway, thank you very much to Fujila Fresheners. Presenting Our presenting sponsor. sponsor. Always coming in fresh with the sponsorship. We appreciate it. If you want to get some of their swaggy-ass fucking dope fresheners, go to fuchilafresheners.com. Enter this Mother 18 promo code. You'll get 25% off Damn. of orders $10 or more. Thank you very much. They have made possible today's amazing episode with the amazing, illustrious, jack-of-all-trade, Leonardo da Vinci, social media phenomenon, comedian, rapper, Mexican Elon Musk, chingo, motherfucking bling. This guy's done it all. So he he stopped by the dungeon. He blessed us with his presence, along with his lovely significant other, Marisol, who put herself in harm's way by just stepping down into the dungeon. She was very pregnant. Shout out to her. We got asbestos. We got rat poison. We got (laughs) t-shirt fumes. (laughs) But it's going to, ultimately, it's going to give their baby more character. All that shit. It's going to be a much stronger human. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, Chingo is a busy man. He took time out of his busy day to come down. And, and and shoot the shit. So we 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 are going to be bringing you the definitive Chingo Bling interview this That's week. That's correct, you motherfuckers. Remember to follow the podcast, subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, YouTube, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, whatever, man. Just remember to follow thismother.com and please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher, wherever you listen to this thing. Appreciate it and remember to share it. Driving around with a pale green tree, car still smelling like miércoles pasado. Fuchila, Fuchila, throw it out. Fuchila, Fuchila, spice it up. Fuchila Freshner's bringing that get fresh feeling across America. How the fuck am I going to start this? So much pressure, people. So much pressure. Dismothered Podcast 53. There we go. This is like our birthday plus one. Just breathe. It's okay. I know we have a... A star among us, two stars, <laughs> two stars, three, three, actually, three. Right? <laughs> this, this, this fucking tiny ass hovel of an office cannot hold anything more. That is for <laughs> sure. Because today we have fucking special guest, Chingo Bling. Thank you, thank oh, you. We've actually you. been doing snaps. Oh, okay. Yeah, Sorry, because of the mic. My bad. <laughs> no, it's not because it's because uh, I didn't get the memo. Because we're woke. <laughs> Estamos bien woke. Oh, aquí con los snaps. <laughs> like poetry night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we dude. tell people to leave their like machismo at the door. Ah, and come. Just, <laughs> <laughs> it's a safe space here. So. This is a lat- Latinx. <laughs> <laughs> leave your O and A at the door. <laughs> this is a gender neutral property right here. Right <laughs> But no, dude, uh, it's been a while. I, I, we haven't seen you in like a year. Yeah, easily a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So it's it's first of all, it's really really good to see you. It's been a minute since we've seen you. Good to be back. Worked on shit, and it's been really fun watching you, your team, Marisol, who's here. Shout out to Marisol right in the back. What's up, Marisol? Hell yeah. Can't hear my snap, but hear my snap. Thank you, thank you. But you feel my snap. <laughs> we'll add him after, too. <laughs> but uh, it's been really dope watching you guys uh, really blow up and grow and tour. Regulate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, stand up. For the, for the, definitely. For yeah, la the... causa. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, so it's been really dope watching it over the last uh, couple years here. Um, before we dive into the interview, like, yeah, just like, I remember like when we were shooting Masa, the last part of it or whatever, <clears throat> you were, uh, you were reading, a a book, like a oh, stand-up, some stand-up some, shit, some, like Deepak Gary. Chopra, <laughs> <laughs> Deepak Chappelle. <laughs> yeah. Just trying to learn like the theory and like mechanics and yeah, but it's just one of those things that you just have to like fall on your face and like fail and just suck and just bomb. Yeah, you know. but I always tell people when they're like, "Oh yeah, Chingo's doing stand up now." I'm like, "Dude, like, Chingo knew he wanted to do this, and Chingo had a game plan, and Chingo was fucking being Chingo and doing his homework." Yeah, I knew I had to be patient with myself. You know what I mean? Because it's like, because I had already like bombed prior to that. Mm-hmm. Like when I was when I put my pinky toe in the water, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I had already bombed. So <laughs> I just knew I was like, "All right, man." You know, the fact that some people know who you are, it's going to be a gift and a curse because, Mm -hmm. you know, the gift is, hey, they might be generous and they might give you like, um, what are those laughs called? Those uh, pity laughs. Yeah. Yeah. Sympathy laughs. Sympathy laughs. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I Um, get a lot of those. (laughs) My wife mostly. Mostly eye rolls. (laughs) (laughs) I see. what I I know what you did there. (laughs) Laughs. But yeah. But anyway, like, but the other side of it is. You know, you have to be willing to, like, be a a newbie in front of everybody. Mm -hmm. Like, dude, you're you're Chingo Bling, and here you are not knowing what the hell you're doing. But I I, I saw some old footage of myself um, from this time in in Houston. Of the stand-up club? Yeah, Mm -hmm. at this comedy club. and um, Not some sex tape or something? (laughs) I was like, I used to be bad. (laughs) I was peeping my technique, yeah. (laughs) But, uh, but, yeah, I was just watching. I was like, oh, my God, this is so bad. Really? Like, what is happening here? I was like, damn. But, you know, but at the same time, I was like, okay, you should be proud of yourself because you hung in there and, you know, it's, it's progressing. And the new stuff's coming along great. Nice. So I'm looking forward to that. Nice. How nice. long has it been exactly since you well, uh, stand-up leg? Yeah, August will be four years. Nice. Hell, yeah. So four years flew by. That's about when we kind of met you, right, basically? like Wait, you started it then? Oh. 2014 like that summer it's gonna be four years yeah on your birthday it'll actually be yeah because that was like my little like it must have been like the summer after we did masa right if that's must have been like right after yeah it must have been because 2014 yeah because jesus is right like i was like on set with my little stand-up comedy like don't wear shorts on stage (laughs) (laughs) is that really a rule (laughs) dude that's a book my nigga there is a book called called don't wear shorts on stage but some of these books, they're like, it's like cookie cutter advice. Right, right. It's like reading a film or screenwriting book. Like, yeah, yeah. it's very theory. And yeah. It's just like, don't do that. You're going to want to get an agent. It's all like case yeah. by case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the game has evolved. Like, <clears throat> you know, it's just a facet. Stand up, you can make it just part of your, um, you know, part of your repertoire. And yeah, the yeah. game has changed. Absolutely, right. yeah. Well, we're going to take a step back because 
I think a lot of people who listen to us, they kind of know your career. They know who you are. They know what you've been doing for the last, you know, 10 years. Mm-hmm. So we're going to take it even further back a little bit. And we want to talk about like what it kind of, what is the Chingo success patterns? What are the, what the, this is the Tim Ferriss okay, Chingo yeah, episode, <laughs> if you will. Motherfucking in, theory. In some ways. In He's size. like, I'm not going to divulge my secrets. <laughs> <laughs> no, but okay. So first question I always ask people is, because I think your parents are the most formative mm-hmm. people in your life, you know. Yeah. And so, I some people know this, but where are your parents from, and like, what is their story? How did they come to the U.S.? Okay, so my parents are from a little bitty city called Bahiramoso Tamaulipas. So it's near like Matamoros and Reynosa, which is sure. like right up under McAllen, Texas, and Brownsville, Texas. And uh, my grandfather. According to my dad, my grandfather's like the Christopher Columbus of Vitamoso. <laughs> He's like, mijo, era puro monte aquí, mijo, puro pinche árbol. Like, my, your grandpa's machete cut all the fucking, like, cleared these roads, mijo. <laughs> you know, you come from trailblazers. <laughs> um, but he was now, a gardener in... Uh... <laughs> yeah, it's a, little, it's a little bitty city, and a few years ago, things got... <clears throat> a few years ago, things got really bad, uh, you know, with, uh, you know, how stuff was getting. Yeah. But um, but uh, but yeah, that's where they're from. And just to kind of, just to kind of touch upon like what you were saying is like, what's the chingo fucking technique or whatever. And I, if I had to put it in a positive light, it could be like, I'm very comfortable with coming up with new iterations. If that's the word, sure. right? Like iterate like a motherfucker. Like, yeah. Reinvent, invent, 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 try, try. Basically throw spaghetti on the wall and see what sticks. Um, so a lot of my stuff, I look back. You're not afraid to fail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But 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 the the con, the bad side of it is like, oh, shit's rushed. Shit's half-assed. Um, you know, if you want to do things right, I know how to do things right. I know how to, like, spend money, hire the right motherfuckers, and take our time. But, the, but I get frustrated because yeah. it's like, okay, do I really want to wait? a week until this director's free and then we have to do like a conference call then we got to do like this meeting and then he wants to pick these people and then we're not going to see the rough cut for another month because they're busy doing other projects and then this and then that and it's like fuck it we should have just rushed and half-assed it but the bad thing is like you know your shit's rushed and half-assed yeah. <laughs> well what do you do you going back to your parents like i mean what do you, what what do you think some of the lessons your parents taught you were like what was, what did your dad do when you were a kid for for a living and like did he like have you like mowing the lawn or like did, you know did you have to do chores or like what was your uh, a lot of, a lot of stuff I learned from my dad is like what not to do <laughs> Mexican dads are awesome at that yeah he teaches <laughs> by example too <laughs> yeah um. You know he's from he's hello so he's just from a whole he's seventy five so he's just from a whole nother era like he I believe uh, this is like cliche like people do the best they can with what they know at the time yeah and the motherfucker didn't know a whole lot of shit you know they didn't have Tim Ferriss podcast you know? <laughs> he didn't have the NPR subscription. <laughs> So, todo nomás hacía lo way, like, you know. Uh, That's what you're saying you do with your process, though. Yeah, yeah. you're right. Um, <laughs> See, because, I mean, I get a lot of that, too. Like, when, you know, I grew up with a dad who was, like, one of the funny things I talk about when I was, my dad would, like, do auto body, and so he was always around cars, right? Same here. Right? 
and I, and then and I would go over there and like we would work on stuff. And then at some point when I was like a teenager or something, I went to a friend's house, like a a a, 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 a friend who had money. His parents had money, and his dad had a nice garage. And I saw all these tools, and I was like, "What is that for?" And he said, "It's for this." And I said, "What is that for?" It's for this. And I was like, "Son of a bitch!" My dad had like bean sauce, a hammer, and a screwdriver, and made it happen, and just figured. It out. Mm-hmm. And so you basically like improvise. You learn to improvise because that's what you've got, mm-hmm. right? And you kind of like pick up those habits, good or bad. Yeah, and I think because um, my two older sisters are like way older, so in a way, I was kind of like an only child in mm. a way. So I think it, it kind of taught me to um, be imaginative. And I don't yeah. know if like if my imagination is genetic or something or it's just something I developed over time. <clears throat> but I just remember like, all right, I need to entertain myself. Yeah, what were you like as a little kid? Was there like any subjects you were good at in elementary school and shit? Or were you get did you used to get in trouble? Were you just a class like, clown? Or? Yeah. Um, I, I was kind of like, um, people either got one or two sides of me. It was either going to be like, the anxious, reserved, kind of like, eh, I don't really trust you, like nervous, <laughs> socially awkward. <laughs> Asperger's like chingo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> As- exactly, yeah. <laughs> My daughter, uh, what did we tell Mickey the other day? I was like, yeah, baby, I got Asperger's or something like that. <laughs> and she's just like, what is that, dad? As- Asperger's? I think you're saying the A word. <laughs> but yeah, I tease myself about like, I don't know what the hell goes on in my head sometimes. <clears throat> but, um, so you had the kind of quiet, reserved, a little... But then there was that other side where, like, okay, yeah, we were clowning, too. We're in the back of the bus clowning. We're at the the lunch table clowning. We're talking shit. I'm, like, impersonating someone. I'm doing an impression of the teacher. Um, shit like that. But, um, like, I was good at school, but just part of me, I just knew, like, like I don't want to just follow the rules. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I was like... I don't know what I'm going to do. Either I'm going to like design sneakers or, you know what I mean? Like yeah. just something I just knew I want to do something off the wall, but did you have any teachers back then who made a difference like in your Yeah, for sure. Uh my high school art teacher. Um the shit the, my mind fucking exploded when he was like, "Yeah, you know, artistic license." And I was like, "Hold on, what the fuck is that? Artistic license? I just picture like a driver's license." <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Well, you know, that's where you can as an artist, you kind of have the right to, um, what is it, to like make a choice and, you know, express something and you can, you know, bend the rules or whatever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait, that's allowed? Because I've been told my whole life you're supposed to like follow the rules and color by number. Yeah. And all of a sudden this teacher was like, no, 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 dude, if you're, if you're an artist and you're going to express yourself, then you have artistic license. And I was like, what the fuck? Why did it, why did it? take to like 10th grade or something for somebody to <laughs> yep. give me permission you know to be me and act you know do whatever um so I, I spent a lot of time in that art building whatever the assignment was whether it was like video editing or um like sculpture whatever the case may be i was like man i just like it over here this yeah it's tight and then they they played um some of my video editing stuff i did this like tupac and biggie fucking video thing i forget what the assignment was and they played that in front of the school in front of the whole because it was a prep school mm-hmm. so we had this thing called um fuck community like a talent show sort like of thing wednesday no, no 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 they never they never it was mostly like announcements so we had like chapel on like fridays and then there was this other thing on wednesdays like community meeting or some crap 
Okay. But they played like I did one about like I think was it Selena or some shit? I can't remember what it was. But they played it, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Wow!" Like my art is being displayed in front of the whole school. Yeah. And that you know, because I wasn't an athlete, so I couldn't get props that way. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like you hit the winning layup or anything. Like that. Yeah, yeah. So that's another story that I think a lot of people heard of. You went to like prep school in Jersey, is that? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you spent like your four high school years like in a dorm. Yeah, and yeah. then and then four years after that in a dorm. So eight years of my life. People, but like my family's like, this motherfucker took off and he's just been gone for eight years. So, so by the time I graduated college by age 21, I hadn't really, I mean, I'd go home for summers and like Christmas, stuff like that. Yeah. But I was gone for a big chunk of my life, eight years. Yeah. 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 What, do, what, what what kind of neighborhood were you, were you growing up in mm-hmm. back then? Was it like a sh- like I lived in a shitty neighborhood where people were like going into gangs and all that sort of stuff. And up until middle school, it was kind of a risk. But then I went to like a magnet high school out of the neighborhood, mm-hmm. and so I kind of separated and peeled away from those guys. Like, do you have kids that were in your neighborhood who kind of you know stereotypical drug dealers or whatever you know, <laughs> like who kind yeah. of. Is it was it like a bad yeah. neighborhood or? Yeah, I mean, um, there's a there's a lot of bad neighborhoods in Houston, but the one that I'm from is um <laughs> on the southeast side, which is like a pretty Mexican area, and there's a lot of those in Houston. It's not like the yeah. only one. Yeah. Saludos para la raza. Sí. Saludos para el sureste. So it's on the southeast, and um, the, uh, they called it like Engrando Park because that was like the park nearby, and um. So, yeah, you'd hear about, like, don't go to Engrando. Don't be walking around at night. Uh, Somebody just got stabbed. The cops are over there. There's a helicopter. Oh, shit, You know, so it might be, like, high school kids fighting. And then there was, like, apartments all around that park. So you had, like, Patricia Manor. Um, And this is stuff that, like... um, like SPM and a lot of those cats would rap about. Like right. That a lot of little rappers actually came from that little area. Um, I went to a magnet middle school, but so I, I lived there. But yeah, I got bust. Yeah. To um. Yeah. To another area, another hood. <laughs> yeah. But um. But yeah, it was um. It was uh. Did fucking you weird, dude. Just like a weird dude from Houston. Asperger's, bro. <laughs> <laughs> now no, we was, know where it comes from. It was magnet. It was magnet. So basically, yeah. like. Elementary was right there, Sanchez Elementary, and then, uh, and then uh, I guess sixth grade or whatever, you know, they put me in the magnet thing, yeah, and uh, and it was Holland Middle School, which was still it's still hood over there. The school Holland Middle School was still hood as fuck. Yeah, it's just we had that one little hallway. Yeah, but and even those kids were hood. We were yeah. just smart. was that your was that your uh, sister that would push for you to like um, be part of like the accelerated programs or whatever? Well, she she's the one that. Um, Pushed me to go to that that high school. She's like, I can't stand you, Chingo. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you the fuck out of the state. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that but that middle school, um, it was just the smart hood kids. We yeah. were all like, we were all inner city. We were all like lower income, and that and at that middle school, that's where ABC a better chance. Did you ever work with them? Mm-mm. No. Uh, ABC a better chance. It's like this. Uh, I don't know if they're nonprofit, but they basically go to inner cities. And give kids the opportunity to go to these rich ass prep schools. Right, right. Was this that Oprah money? Yeah, that's well. Oprah donates. She's one of them. She probably gives money to a million people. But right, she 
she gave money to that. Somehow, mm. some way, MTV said, I received money from Oprah. But no, she gave money to ABC, and then ABC um, allowed me to get a free ride. Got so I, I got into another school, too, in North Carolina. Mm. But I went to the one in Jersey only because it was free for me. Nice. <laughs> and like 30 nice. grand a semester for everybody else. Jesus Christ. Yep. So these little kids are graduating with these like $100,000 educations. Yeah. Yeah. To go rap with foil in their mouth. <laughs> <laughs> well, but it's funny. I mean, because all three of us went through magnet schools and then we went to like these liberal arts, you know, colleges and shit. And now we're in a fucking basement no. in San Jose. <laughs> <laughs> leading, leading the resistance. <laughs> Drinking Whole Foods beet juice. <laughs> we got the premium chronic on deck. Yeah. I actually switched sides ever since Kanye. You know, I gotta follow. I'm not. Uh, I'm saying I'm not part of the resistance anymore. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. You just go with the flow now, like Kanye. Yeah, yeah. Kanye's tweets. Pretty much. <laughs> Kanye tweets is like his sermon. Yeah, I just follow yeah whatever he says. He's like, oh, change my mind, change my mind, <laughs> oh, guys. I know how I'm voting now. <laughs> <laughs> so you went to you went to to college at you know people know the story. You became a college DJ. You started doing skits. Mm -hmm. You became mixtapes, mix freestyling. Yep, mm -hmm. um, rags to not so riches, but rags to recognition. Yeah, yeah, definitely for sure. For sure. Um, Rags to notoriety. There you go. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. Trapos. <laughs> so I, I think people know a lot of those details, but I, I'm curious as to when there was a point when you, the line, your internal consciousness blurred between Pedro and Chingo. Mm -hmm. Like, when is there a point when you were like, people would call you Chingo and you weren't confused anymore? And you were like, when did you become Chingo, like in your head, you know? Is that like a weird question? Or when when you look in the mirror, do you see Chingo or do you see oh, yeah, like the, Pedro Herrera? Um, well, I think, okay, well, I think it's like several questions in one. <laughs> no, man, it's one. It's so, one. So Answer first, the fucking question. Okay, so first. Give me a date. So, yeah. So first you said like at what point did, did what now? At what point? At what point did, did you like kind of, did the line become blurred between oh, okay. your, your, private self and your public self like when did you like actually like because right now it seems to me that or maybe it hasn't happened yet maybe i'm totally wrong but you're chingo right and you i mean that that's your it's not just a character that's you now yeah 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 okay i see what you're saying um it's just been like do a, you need some weed <laughs> man look when jesus went to pick me up dude i, I was crashed out but I, i'm then we went to eat so i'm i'm up <laughs> but, but shit, y'all y'all not allowed to smoke in here. No, right? we're not, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. It's all good. I'm um, just joking, dude. Yeah, so initially initially I think it was it was one of those like um it was like an experiment. It's like an alias. It's like right. it's just a character. Well see that that's some of the stuff I think that Sammy's going through with Juan Yerbas, where it was a character in this TV series, right? Mm -hmm. Or the web show. Yeah. And then we started doing El Mundo and then he started doing skits and now people know him as Juan Yerbas and it's mm -hmm. like a weird thing. That's uh, it's a really interesting path. Yeah. And I'm also not as committed, I feel like, to the the sure. role in some ways. But publicly. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry to uh, interrupt you, but yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah, it's a good I mean, I mean, I think like me right now, it's like, all right, that's like the umbrella. So it's almost like saying... You know, O'Shea Jackson is Ice Cube. 
You know, it's sure. like, dude, you're fucking Ice Cube. You know, I don't give a no for sure. Yeah, call you O'Shea Jackson. I didn't like, even know right. that was his actual name. Yeah, yeah, or like <laughs> Curtis Fifty Cent Jackson. Right, right. Know? Yeah, yeah. It's like, dude, no one fucking knows you as Curtis, bro. Yeah. So that I mean, you know, I'm I've accepted like it's just um, it's just like my hip hop name at this point. You yeah, know? for sure. It's your little handle, your tag. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but but at one point, um, I think when I started to kind of blur the lines between like no i'm like when i started doing like canelo and mm-hmm. things like that i think it really freed me up so i took a chance mm. i took a chance again so the first time the first time i put on boots and shorts and a hat and like i went to the goodwill and like bought, found some little boots asperger's chingo yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah because i was a broke college student so you know my little fucking spider-man costume had to be like self-sewn if yeah, you yeah. will and um it was just kind of like um it was just like okay well i'm gonna i'm gonna entertain i'm gonna host um i might do a couple tracks uh, you know so at the time this is the, this is i think this is the answer there's different points in our lives where we look at our identities mm-hmm. a certain way yeah so at the time my identity was dude you're dj biz from the radio station what the hell are you doing that was your that was your DJ, DJ tag? Yeah, B-I-Z, DJ Biz. Okay. It was whack as fuck. But, <laughs> but I had a deadline. I had to come up with something. Because yeah. it's like, dude, you're going on air. Fucking pick your name. Okay. And at one point, at one point, I even told my friend, I was like, I think I'm going to change my name every week. To be, like, <laughs> like, I was like, you know. I was like pitching That was before it. you learned about branding. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I was pitching it to him in the lunch line. Like, well, you know how like Wu-Tang, it's like Tony Starks, you know. <laughs> like they all have like these little fucking Marvel comic Nicknames yeah, yeah. and aliases and Raekwon the chef and oh mm-hmm. dirty bastard, you know. Yep. And I was like, I think I'm gonna do that. And he's like, No, dude, you're fucking crazy. So at the time, my identity was, okay, am I Pedro Herrera or am I this aspiring DJ who wants to get a distribution deal and looks up to DJ Clue and you know DJ Screw, DJ Jelly, and are are you gonna take that path? Are you gonna be like an A and R? Are you gonna be yeah. like like P Diddy as the intern who became an executive yep. so i didn't know how i was going to connect the dots but i knew i wanted to become like somebody mm-hmm. so the identity shifted from okay you're not pedro herrera you're not in that box you can be you can use artistic license and become dj biz bring it back no i'm saying connect the dots people you know what i'm saying Bring it back. And Use then, your third eye. <laughs> it's opening, homie. <laughs> and, um, so then, so then, I went through this weird time period where, all of a sudden, you get all this recognition for this new identity you create, and then, then you get locked in a box again. Yeah. And now, yeah. it that shit gets stale. You get too married to it, and you know, people, you become predictable. You know, people start. Like calling your next move. It's like, oh, I get yep. it. That's your MO. That's what you do. I can summarize you into a thing. <clears throat> and um, so it, 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 as an artist, you feel like you're spinning your wheels. You know what I mean? That's yep. like hella depressing as an artist to feel like you're just uh, not creating and not pushing the needle forward or whatever. So once I started kind of playing around with like, okay, I don't want to necessarily be known as a YouTuber. I don't want to be known as like one of those fucking Mexican meme pages yeah. on Facebook. I don't necessarily want to do that, but I want to show people that that I can act a fool and 
I, I don't have to always be this one thing that y'all think I am. Yeah. You know? So when the Canelo thing did went pretty viral and it allowed me to like, oh, wait. Like, it, it, I took a risk because if it fails and nobody gives a fuck, then it's like, didn't this guy have a record deal at one point? And like, wait, wasn't he on MTV? And didn't mm, he hang mm -hmm. out with P. Diddy and, and Lil John and Pitbull and all these people? And people wanted to sign him. And now he's fucking putting on a wig and, you know, acting like Canelo or whatever. Like, what's wrong with this fucking dude? <laughs> but people understood. They're like, oh. What happened to that guy? Yeah. He used to be so fucking hardcore. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, yeah. Was, he was in that one little box. But the cool thing is I reached people who didn't even know that history. Right, like, right. Dude, people from my high school, like this one cat, uh, one of my buddies from high school, Paco, he uh, he's originally from Mexico. And long story short, um, this this other cat that I know who has a film on uh, like Netflix now, he lives in D.C. Well, he grew up with Paco. So anyway, the motherfucker from D.C. is like, dude, I saw your, your skit or whatever. And my boy from Mexico, Paco, he says he went to school with you. And he was telling us in the group chat that he knows you. And we didn't believe him. And long story <laughs> yeah. short, I was like, I fucking reached Paco. Yeah. I reached Paco yeah. in Mexico. Yeah. Paco in Mexico is like, I went to school with that fucking kid. And he's still creating. And it was just mm -hmm. a dumbass skit. But the whole purpose of it was it allowed me to show people like, I can be Felipe Fernando Fernandez. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can yeah. do other things and yeah. and be a part of other things and collaborate <laughs> with other creators. Yeah. And and um, you know, I can have other projects in the future and who knows what I'm what I'll do next. Yeah. And it's not always gotta be what you think. It does it, it does feel like it's uh rooted in hip hop though for sure. In like Houston hip hop you're talking about uh using like chingo bling. And uh, I've always thought it was really tight that you're like from Houston and you rep Houston like hard and and it's like uh, that's cool that I think that's you are my, that's part of my ingredients in my sauce. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it is very sort of like hip hop what you do of like trying to um, you know make like reinvent yourself and shit. And uh, we were talking about like you know like the uh, stand up scene or whatever. Now that, like you were saying that you half ass shit, but. I feel like we do that sometimes too when we're when you try to do everything, you know, you're trying to like fucking we're trying to, you know, record the sound and you know or like film ourselves or whatever. Uh but I think it's super tight, man. I I'm curious as to like what like the stand-up scene seems very like I don't obviously know a lot, but it seems that it's very like clicky and it's just like <laughs> yeah. it feels like uh um you <sighs> Well, yeah, man. You know, because um, I feel like there's people there. They're, they're yeah. like elitist about stand-up comedy. Yeah, they're what, like, what's one Chingo, thing yeah. like you didn't expect? Because you obviously wanted to be a stand-up. You were reading these books. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You were a fan of you know whoever it was, yeah, Dave Chappelle or Eddie Murphy or whatever, yeah. mm -hmm. and you wanted to do this. What is one thing after you've actually been doing it for so long that you didn't expect? That I did not expect. Yeah. Hmm. Did not expect. Did not expect. Did not. Expect. Like about. You know the process, or like the business side of it, or what you know. What's something that does the bitch has haters? The fucking I would expect <laughs> that part of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. right. Especially yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I really, I, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on like something that's like, wow, I did not expect that. Yeah. Um. But what do you love about it? Oh man, it just feels like it's it's almost like a new chapter. Like a second, 
you know, like a second coming. <laughs> not, to, not to sound blasphemous. <laughs> Damn, <but> dog. <laughs> hella blasphemous. Let me, let me light this candle. You know what I'm saying? The hijo sagrado corazón. It's because the, the Last Supper right yeah. now yeah. inspiring me. No, just like a second chance, you know, because, you know, one of the biggest differences in how, for a moment, I was stuck in the music business dip, dependent on promoters. Yeah. Be only because the technology hadn't caught up to um, shows and shit. Or just, to... just like in terms of like now, there's tools where you can self promote. Right. You can set up a ticket link or, um, you know, bright and shit or what? The what? Like event bright and shit or yeah, stuff like that. Like social media to get the word out, whatever. Um, and before in in the music stuff, just at the time, it's like, hey, I don't live in Boise, Idaho. How am I going to find a venue there? How am I going to promote there? Do I have to hire a street team? And besides Boise, Idaho, how am I going to do a whole route, like a whole yeah. string of shows? And I might as well just wait till the, the promoters call. Like, all right, dude, we want you in Omaha. I want you in Wichita. We need you in Atlanta. Or, you know, have you? there's a car show in North Carolina. You know, how much for blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And it's cool, but you get you get lumped in with these situations and you just have less control and long story short the fans aren't taken into consideration sometimes with some of these promoters so their yeah. their experience is like secondary Whack, yeah uh so it's like hella opening acts and shit but <clears throat> but overall man it's been a it, it's opened up a lot of doors um we just did a we just finished filming a a promotion with bud light that'll be out on the web like facebook and youtube um this summer end of the summer i believe and we just shot it in san antonio which is end of may it'll, it'll be out so we just filmed it in san antonio during fiesta nice and this is some crazy shit because because like you know i remember walking around fiesta with a backpack full of like mixtapes yeah or like my homie would have the backpack tamales yeah you, you, you know mixtapes and or or i'd be at the you know, maybe not during fiesta but like san antonio is where like I planted seeds, I that's where I like started. So I know the flea market very well. Like people, rem a lot of people met me several times. They know me from way back in the day, and I couldn't. I performed at Fiesta one time. Mm -hmm. Um, so it was always like this, this event where it's like, you gotta go, you gotta put your face in the place, you gotta, you know. It's get like a South by Southwest, but for like Rasa. your, for Rasa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for like you yeah. know Chicanos that are out there partying yeah. and stuff. Yeah. yeah, but it's one of those like getting where you fit in. That was our marketing at the time. Yeah, like, put your face in the place. Yeah. So so now come full circle, like hella years, hella moons later, now we're walking around with like a like thirty deep camera crew, fucking agency from New York, like you know big agency with a big client, a big brand directors flown in from canada like makeup people and the wardrobe people and all this and and then they get to hear everyone like in the background like chingo they're either yelling sas or where's canelo and <laughs> like they're yelling out all these their catchphrases or yeah. a, a lyric and people start playing music and i'm like holy shit it was a cool little moment where it's uh -huh. like dude you were like a nobody walking around this motherfucker. You, you know, I'm still nobody. 
But it's like no, you're not Chingo. But you know they they they're <laughs> playing music. They're like, dude, I remember I recorded that like in a bedroom, or I recorded that in a restroom. Oh, and, funny. Or, or in a basement or whatever. Aquí <laughs> andamos. <laughs> no, I'm saying still. We're gonna cut that part out. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> still loyal to the soil, <laughs> true to the turf. And um, to to think that you're like a pre cum baby, dude. Yeah. yeah dude, I almost <laughs> I almost didn't make it. I was the first. Sammy, you got to tell that story. <laughs> well, I, want, I want Chingo to tell it. I heard you like you referenced that before. Yeah. Right? Now 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 I got new material talking about um my baby that's on the way. So I have like a whole set that's about pregnancy and there's a callback in there about pre cum baby, but uh. Basically, there's a joke where I'm like bragging to my dad, like, "Dad, I'm gonna be a father again. I did it on the first try," and he's like, mm, "Stay away, first try." <laughs> you know, need I mean that first try? You want to know a first try to be proud of? Crossing the border—that's a first try. That's impressive. Uh-huh. You know, but I do a whole bunch of stuff about like, like first try and you know nice. pre cum baby and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But yeah, so yeah, man. <laughs> Nice. Shit, not not bad for a pre-cum baby. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, I was like, wait, what does that mean? I, that means your dad pulled out, but was she little... still got pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds super like sperm. Super sperm, just broke. <laughs> broke. The Herrera seed is uh, strong. Yeah. Strong. Not even trying. No, not even trying. Not even trying, baby. Yeah. With you, we didn't even, with you, I didn't even try. You're the water on top of the ketchup. Uh, Thanks, exactly. <laughs> I didn't even shake the bottle right for you. What is uh not to change topics or but what like what's the difference between like your your dad and your mom and how they um, oh, wow. view your your come up? <laughs> well, nice nice phrase. Hey, you like that? <laughs> nice my dad to this point, my dad to to this day. Uh-huh. My dad to this day, he's like he's like um well, I mean, I wanted you to be a doctor, but <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess. Es que me duele la espalda, <laughs> He's like, I guess. I mean, you're making people laugh. He's like, that's kind of like therapy. So, I guess you did all right, you know. But you know, it is what it is, mijo. <laughs> um, and then my mom, on the other hand, she thinks I invented everything. She's like, oh, I'm seeing a lot of roosters now in commercials, or like, <laughs> you know, some guy on TV had on boots. You know, where he got that from, right, mijo? <laughs> Dude, I saw that your mom's car got broken into. Yeah. What the? F- yeah, dude, but your mom rules on Instagram. <laughs> Shout out to at Mama Bling at what's their ad again? At Mama underscore Bling. Bling. I think there's an underscore another underscore. Now. Hell yeah! But yeah, my sisters are always like, "Fucking tell her something." She needs to stop. No, no, I'm sorry, but, <laughs> <laughs> but she seems like really natural too. Because yeah. like even with that, I'm t- she posted on Instagram her. Her uh, passenger seat. No, no, it was like, yeah, her, yeah, yeah, yeah. Her passenger seat was broken. Yeah, she got robbed. Window. She was at a Walmart. At a Walmart. And she's very calm in the way she says it. She's like, estaba aquí en el Walmart. you know the news, the... the news put her on TV. <laughs> really? For that? I swear to God. <laughs> her, dude, her her Facebook post went like viral. <laughs> no, babe, and then you got to tell them about when Mickey called. What did she say? And she was like, Grammy, are you okay? Mickey, I gotta go. I'm the busy. news is coming. Mika, the news is I'm, Mika, I'm okay, but the news is coming in one hour. Okay, Mika. I have to clean up. I'm doing makeup. Gotta last go by. Call my assistant. Gotta go by. Dude. Yeah, so um I you know what's funny about 
what's his name? Jerry Garcia has a joke about his mom being on Facebook. He's like, my mom's on Facebook, dick, and uh, she's <laughs> posting some weird shit. Hey, dick. You know, she's <laughs> posting some weird shit. You know, it's a it's a hilarious joke, but it reminds me it's relatable. And my mom is an example of like these tias and these grandmas that are are have iPads uh-huh. and they're able to broadcast their little, you know, yeah. what, what they have going on, like yeah. the bingo night or That's whatever. That's what's up, yeah. So yeah, Technology. I mean, Technology. But I mean, she, she goes overboard. Sometimes. But but Jerry is is he saying that he doesn't like it or that it's like it, awkward? No no no. His joke is basically like she's posting some weird shit. He's like follow her. She goes by uh, Lola La Ubera. Nice because she drives for Uber. He says and then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't want to ruin his joke, but uh, gotcha, gotcha. But he basically says some shit like, uh, Cruce, me fui para Tijuana sin pasaporte. Thug life. <laughs> <laughs> or like she said, haciendo tortillas a mano. Fuck my life. Does, uh, <laughs> does, uh, does your dad have an Instagram? No, but you know what's funny? So he remarried, right? The funny thing is um, like, I, like he'll still see stuff of mine on Facebook, mm-hmm. but uh, he has to like look over his wife's shoulder, I guess, or something. Like yeah. he doesn't really get on it. Yeah, yeah, right, right, but it's yeah. one of those like, ah, si, pusieron el face. But uh, but my mom be on it. She be on that iPad filming everything. Dude, no, that's that what I'm saying. Like she's very tasteful in her <laughs> pose. I was like, <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> do you uh, do you get it from I, your I'm mom? I'm be sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, I swear to God. <laughs> but 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 here's the thing about my mom. Here's the thing about my mom. To draw like the compare and contrast. So when my parents divorced, my dad. When got, was that, or when you were? Um, yeah, you would think I was like fifteen. They like sat me down. No, I was like thirty. <laughs> Same here, man. Like Same here. Your parents divorced? Yeah, my parents divorced when I was like twenty-two or twenty-three, and they took me to Furs. They, they, you know, to sit you down. They, yeah. they took me and my sister to Furs. Then I was got a lot, but they have been fighting for our whole lives. So, you know, and, and, but they took us and like, so I'm out of college one year. My sister's, I still in college, I think. And he took us to furs and they sat us down and we got our, well, we got our food. We went through the line with everybody else, all the black people. And then we (laughs) sat down and, you know, they told us, and then I was like, okay, I'm gonna go get some more potatoes. You know, I was like, cool. Like you should have gotten divorced. Like, I mean, I wouldn't have been happy 10 years before, but in retrospect, they should have gotten divorced. That was my response. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck took y'all so long? Yeah. 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 It's the, you know, Catholic cultural. It's Catholic, but it's also, I think for us anyway, I think my parents were just like, the the kids are still kids. Like we got to stick it. Like, cause they'd waited until at least (laughs) we were out of the house. Like basically we got to college or we got out. And then they divorce. That's fair, yeah, yeah. So like, you know, you're gonna both have to still be involved in yeah, some way or yeah, another. Yeah. But anyway, so you were saying, your mom versus your dad. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, so my mom, even though she's like kooky on Instagram, she like is like hella smart at it. Like, she has like all these fucking rental properties. Like, she's good at she. All her little notes might look like on the back of an envelope, mm. but she keeps track. Like that's her yeah. little ledger. That's tight. And stuff. So she does it her way. But uh, I think she's like a great example as to like, you know, she's retired. She manages her properties. She don't have to. Um, she doesn't have to like worry or work or stress about mm-hmm. about um, little like, bullshit. Fuck, do I need to go work at Walmart? And, yeah. Like and, and at her age. Yeah. Uh, thank she God. She just gets her shit jacked at Walmart. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. Well, yeah, because she's there collecting her rent. Yeah. You know because. Motherfuckers want to, some shit she's, we had to tell her like, hey dude, 
you need to hit these people with the late fees or they need to like mail it in or they need to drop it off. Like you can't be killing time, you know, in a fucking wa- on the southeast at a trying Walmart. to pick up rent oh, at the Walmart. Yeah, yeah, like they oh they're a short a hundred bucks or whatever, and they need to come drop it off. Yeah, or yeah. Whatever. And that's what it was about. That's she was there and. These cats, Jesus Christ! At that particular Walmart, these dudes, they had their little pattern. Like they knew how to catch people slipping. Fuck. Like old ladies, and they're they're snatching purses. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's all they were Sons doing. Of bitches. And you know, Walmart security, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but my dad, on the other hand, you know, he was more like instant gratification. Like yeah, like uh, you know, spend it now, <laughs> turn up party so but, but you're, it seems like you're um you're a good blend of those two things yeah yeah, yeah. 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 but that your mom is obviously very supportive from the get-go oh, super dude yeah um when i was um let me see i was doing college. once again at mama underscore at <laughs> mama underscore bling underscore you know get you know what I'm saying let's get her some followers click for the real. like click the follow <laughs> leave a comment follow her on youtube nah <laughs> so um yeah, she was she was my little roommate at the time. That was like my old standard. I remember team. that. Yeah, I remember that. But um, so anyway, when I was starting off, and I was explaining to my mom, I might have mentioned it. I was like, I have to go rent studio time, and I was like, the machine the dude has it only costs eight hundred bucks, but I'm over here having to spend like whatever it was at the time twenty bucks an hour, yeah, something yeah. crazy. Yeah, and she's like. Let's go to fucking Guitar Center. We're buying this machine. Like, do you Hell know how yeah. to use it? I was like, yeah, I know how to use it because I'm the one, like, I'm renting it. Yeah. She's like, fuck that, you know? And that little machine, it was a Roland. It, it was a, uh, what is it called? Dig- digital Audio Workstation. Mm-hmm. At the, it was basically like, do you remember um, four-track recorders? Mm-hmm. Like, where back in the day, I think they used to be on tape. But this was like the digital version. Mm. But imagine the screen looks like a TI-82. It has, like, a couple volume knobs. It was very basic. So when I used to record on this thing, I couldn't really punch in. Like, if I messed up a part, I had Mm -hmm. to redo the whole thing. If I'm going to record the hook, I'd have to just let it run. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm. I have to wait for this verse. I have to count the bars for the verse, and here comes the hook again. Ostrich booze. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) And um, it's time for the ad-libs. I go back to the beginning. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Like all in the background throughout. Yeah. yeah. And then in order to export it, I was having to like like live mix, like as it's playing. Like I'm I'm making adjustments and I'm panning and Mm -hmm. fading. Mm -hmm. Anyway, that's an explanation. That's funny, man. That's like the, um, it's almost like the original SoundCloud rapper, but you were actually putting in the work of like, because I just realized that like there's a lot of, uh, like right now there's like a huge craze of like, you know, YouTubers who are like, trying to be SoundCloud rappers and they do all this trap shit and, and it's like uh, you did that shit like 15 years ago or like 10, 10 years ago of uh, of it's much more manual I mean yeah, you yeah. computer and now think, like it's crazy because yeah the, the, it's all built into yeah. you not only have the means of production but the means of distribution the distribution right yeah, yeah. And you know yeah. It's, you know it's another example of that like every so often I drop a flyer which in my case was like a post <laughs> Yeah. It was a post. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I would yeah. get my point across on yeah. the flyer. And that's why, yeah, obviously the, the transition into social media was easy for you. Or huh. you not necessarily easy, but, but you, know, yeah, you knew I got, it would. I got respect for the SoundCloud <clears throat> cats. And, mm-hmm. and in a way, I'm still that in a way. What do you yeah. think of Takashi 69 <laughs> Oh, shit. I, I think, man, props <laughs> to that kid because he, li- from what I understand, he literally went from like, 
oh, he has a little following on Instagram, like, doesn't even rap yet. Mm-hmm. Like, people just knew him a little bit for his style and his look and his personality. Yeah, yeah. And um, and suppo- my boy Midnight was telling me that the first time he kind of went viral, he was wearing this weird shirt that uh-huh. said, like, pussy in the front, eater on the back, yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. But, <laughs> for, dude, he turned that into six for six, billboard, king of New York. <laughs> like, dude, hey, props to you, man. You fucking man. figured out a way. <laughs> I, no, I'm just saying, I, I respect your shit way more, dude, because that's just, like, over the top. Like, why the fuck do you have to tattoo 69 on your face? Like, that's just too much. You know, uh, just put it in the... 69 represents put- balance. Okay? <laughs> do you you want to be no, a twisted pervert fucking- and, I think, and think I- of sexual positions, but it represents the yin and nah, the yang nah, of nah, life. Think about this. Nah, nah, nah. Let, let's... Let's let's give him it's a chance. Too much. He's he's what like twenty one. That's or true. Yeah, he's young give as hell. A, like check back. It's in. just like if you you don't have to tr- go that hard. You I know, think just he dove in. Pull back a little bit and. You know, but you could say that you're 21. Did you pull back? No, no, no. no that's what I'm saying. Sammy, <laughs> I didn't pull look, out. There was, yeah, there, was pro- no, there was there was probably people criticizing Chingo, oh, saying, "Oh, he wore boots. Thing. He wore this. He's yeah. a clown. He's not a real rapper." But that's what I'm saying. But that's but he's fi- hustling. That's 15 years ago. But no, but. Yeah, but what I'm or 10, what Chingo 10, is saying, yeah, what Chingo 15, is saying, 16. is give him time. Yeah, like everyone. But needs... now this motherfucker has tattoos on his face for the rest of his That's life. That's fine, Chingo. Yeah, you're, you're look. <laughs> That's fine. It's it's you know like we're gonna figure that tech out. He'll They'll be able to out. erase that. That's not a good deal. He'll fill it <laughs> That's in. That's true. That's probably true. It, it's a. This is how I look at it. I, I try not to judge only because like, you know, I'm older, so I, I move different. I like manage my energy different, and um. I just know, like, let's check in with him. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> let's check in with 6ix9ine when he's, like, 25. Let's check in with him again when he's 30. Who knows what he'll evolve that into. That fool doesn't even have his GED, man. You went to yeah, fucking he does. Trinity. He passed it. Oh, okay. He passed it. And you know what? I used to talk. I was like, ah. But I heard. I actually I sat down and I listened to the whole uh, Breakfast Club interview. Yeah, he's actually a smart kid. He's uh, not an idiot. He's though, no, he's not an idiot. He's very seems In like you know way, from the yeah. hood. His way. No, he's from yeah. the fucking hood. Yeah, yeah. He obviously is not educated. Yeah, but he's trying to do something. He's true. He's trying true. to. He's trying to put together a, a plan and a path for himself. Yeah, and he definitely I mean, is working. Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely That's working because we're we're he ain't we're, in a basement. We on. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> Sammy, if I told you, Sammy, I'm gonna tattoo your face with the sixty nine, and then you yes. have two million in your bank account tomorrow. What would you do? I'd do it. Buddy. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, don't I would. <laughs> I gotta go to work. I don't give a shit what's on my face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not mad at him at all, man. Because times change, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, and like, think about it. It just it, seems more earnest, is all I'm dude, saying. No, what? literally, like the game has literally changed because the game's you, mad at you him. Wrap actually. your wrap <laughs> your no seriously, like wrap your brain around like he wasn't rapping. And now he is, and now he's got like six songs on Billboard, and now yeah. he's, he's a multi-millionaire for sure. Like in a matter, uh, even like um, it's what a are year. you saying? Like a year? It's yeah. a year. Uh, yeah. Bad yeah. Bunny. There's like some phenomenal shit happening in the game right now. Yeah. Uh, Bad Bunny's blowing up like in no time. Cardi B, she's putting her work. She's blowing the fuck up. Yep. Um, so that's like, I, I try not to judge because think about how many like 
old school hip hop motherfuckers that are like, man, I was rapping in 83, two years ago, a friend <laughs> of mine. And it's like, we didn't have sneaker deals back then and people weren't yelling free such and such. You know what I mean? Like we could, there was no social media back in my day. So you can't get mad. Just like, just like in comedy, like this motherfucker just gets in comedy, barely has jokes and th- he's on Netflix. Yeah. yeah. Shit. Yeah. I, yeah, it's easy to yeah, be mad. That, I'd be mad too. That's what I was saying about the <laughs> stand-up community but being like the game like, changes. The exactly and it's I think not you're the, the you can read that shit and and adapt and shit and I think in stand-up with I, I think people quit judging. <laughs> well, think well I try not I try not to judge because like we were saying in the beginning about like are there any comics that are elitist or is there like cliques and stuff like that? You know, some people, you know, depending on the filter that they view their world from, I don't know if the filter is the right word, but like if it's like, no, this is the way you do it. You have to go to the comedy store three yeah, nights yeah, a week. Yeah. Then you go to the ha ha. Exactly. And then yeah. you do, and then this is the thing. You got to do open mic for five years and then you got to go open up. That's that outdated. Sounds that sounds outdated already. Like, I mean, that's a path many <clears throat> took and at the you know, They're that's still a, trying. That's a path that it's you a know, purist. Sometimes, yes, exactly. It's yeah. a purist. There's a lot of purists. comedy point of view. Yeah. So there, many people. That have, doesn't work in the current landscape. No, it does. It just takes forever. Yeah, I mean, well, I'm. Well, it, it, okay, the purist thing. That's a great point because <clears throat> many people view the world from a purist standpoint, right. especially in music. So you can't look at somebody like Six Nine and be like. If you if you look at them from a purist standpoint, you're gonna just fucking be angry. give yourself a heart attack. Yeah, like yeah. motherfucker, you never, you wasn't at open mic on you know yeah. blah 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 blah. And how <laughs> is it possible that you're on fucking Billboard? And how is it like I just saw a thing? It, it broke my heart, man. Lil Yachty bought uh, Cameron's chain that he had pawned or something like that. <laughs> Fuck, <laughs> Cameron's that he's that bad. He's no, nah, he probably isn't. And and you know what? It's probably fake news to the point that maybe he didn't pawn it. Huh. Maybe he like sold it back to the jeweler. Yeah, like there's yeah, just yeah. no telling what really happened. Yeah, yeah. But if we're in a day and age where you open your email, you don't know how the fuck you got on this list. Yeah. But it's like they'll put their own little fake news um spin on it. So yeah. it's like But then you'll see but, the video of Lil Yachty rocking the chain. <clears throat> so and like Cameron partially. is from a like that's a whole other era, era. Yeah, yeah. yeah and Cameron made his money and I'm sure he's still making money but yeah. you can't compare it to like the game Little Yachty is in and it's apples and yeah. oranges you know yeah yeah I mean that when 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 you can shortcut a path to success people will always hate I, I've told this story a few times I don't ever think I've told it on the podcast but so my first short film, I had never done a short film. I did a short film and it played at Sundance. Literally like out of nowhere. What did I do? I put my own money into it. I hired the best crew I could. I said, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to write and direct this. But I'm going to put a badass team around it and just do it right. And then we got into Sundance. And when I was at Sundance, I was part of a short film uh, screening, right? So there's like four other short films with us. And those people, most of them were students or people who had been doing this for a long time. They had, they go, they're spending $100,000 at NYU or this and that and whatever. And I remember they asked, I was on the, they do a Q&A afterwards. And you, were, so, you were the 6'9 of Sundance. I, I was, I was hella <laughs> no. drunk that no. Sundance. But anyway, 
I'm up there and they asked like, you know, what was the hardest? The question was, what was the hardest thing about your film? And I, I mean, I was stupid. I was just like everything. I've never made a film before. This is my first short and da, 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 da. And I was just talking about how it was like this crazy experience. And then later on, like some people who were my friends or I don't remember if it was Larissa, my wife now who was there or somebody else was like, dude, two of the other, the other filmmakers were rolling their eyes mad. They were fucking hating when you were talking about how like it was like this first time thing for you and all this Mm -hmm. stuff like they were pissed Mm -hmm. and i was like whoa like i didn't pick up on any of that because i was in my own space or whatever but when you can circumvent when when you can make things look less painful and and yeah and it goes back to this like for instance from the peer standpoint sometimes people like for instance here's the best example i could give you why the fuck are Migos running the rap game if they're not <laughs> lyrical? It's like, bro, yeah. we're not going based off of lyrics. <laughs> this shit ain't got nothing to do with lyrics. It has nothing to do with lyrics. So you have comics that are like, how is this person doing this and that if we're going based on you know these metrics? Right. It's supposed to be on how much time, how many years, yeah, yeah. how much suffering, you know, yeah. whose bitch were you on the road? Right. Yeah. Um, you know, how many times were you humiliated? How, how broke? <laughs> ready? You can't be an artist and not have been broke and suffering. Yeah. And one of the things I've one of the things I've always said is like, you don't have to be starving to be an artist. That's what I tell people. All the there's time. there's always an intersection between commerce and art. Yeah. And I always tried to find it since the beginning, <laughs> since the very beginning. Mm-hmm. Like from day one, I'm gonna be an artist. Okay. Well, how do I, how do I monetize this? Yeah. How do we monetize this shit right here? <laughs> Snap, Tattoo 69. How do we monetize this? this? <laughs> I don't know. We're trying to figure that shit out. Exactly, Fuck. yeah. Tattoo hierbas. Follow something. <laughs> Just a weed leaf. Like, <laughs> oh, like right here. My, my entire face. A leaf coming out of your neck. People yeah, don't, yeah. People don't, people like get angry when you're not uncomfortable. I mean, that, when you're part, when other people are suffering and they're part of it, like I always tell people like, because I'm an engineer also, right? I'm a filmmaker. I'm a whatever, I'm a creative, but I'm also an engineer. And I always tell people, like, I have no interest in being a starving artist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I grew up with parents who were struggling. So when I went to college, it's like, I got to get a fucking job. I don't, I'm not really that interested in being, like, an artist. Like, I got to get a major where I can get a job. I think I told this story a few weeks ago where, like, in my freshman dorm room, I remember my roommate and I were like, dude, what are we going to major in? We literally opened up the major book, and then we had this magazine that said how much people make. How much does the electrical engineer make? Damn, that's a lot of money. They'd be like, how much does the mechanical engineer? Damn, that's a lot of money. Like, that's what I'm majoring in. Mm-hmm. Fuck it. Like, yeah. like, you know, it wasn't It wasn't like I'm trying to find myself. It was like, I got to get a job. That's smart. Yeah. This that's, guy, I got to get a job, you know? That's smart. Because sometimes people arrive at that idea like hella later. Like yeah. 10 years after yeah. we, we, you know. And it enables, like for me, it's enabled like the, the the artistry has happened because I haven't had to depend on others because I can put my money where my mouth is and do stuff like that and just be independent. Not like I'm like fucking successful right now, but the stuff I work on is purely stuff I want to work on. Mm-hmm. And I'm not like people are like, you should move to L.A. Personally, I, I don't want to move to L.A. I yeah, don't want either. I don't want to be like on the set. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Sammy's moving. In. No, I, I mean, personally, I like I don't want to work on other people's sets. I, I'm, I'm not I'm not going to be just like a technician. I want to write and I want to direct my own shit. Right. So I do my own thing. But anyway, that that thing about being a starving artist, I think is bullshit. Like, I think if they, you're it's, yeah, it's a lie. 
Yeah, I mean, you can do it, but everybody suffers in their life in some way mm-hmm. or another. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And your stories can come. Everyone from a lot of- is a starving artist at one point in their lives. Yeah, like whether it's you guys when you were younger or yeah, when it, it's sometimes. Like- and you have to be careful what you wish for because with success, you know, there's expectations, and now you're starving for time. Yeah, now you ain't got time. Yeah. Now you're starving for a nap. Yeah, yeah. You got and that's be on ultimately set. I think, got high cholesterol. Or, or you're starving for privacy, <laughs> <laughs> or you like well, starving for privacy. Yeah, yeah. And ultimately, I think what is happening right now in the Latino community is people like you guys coming into themselves and having sort of economic power that may have cabrón. not. William Greenspan, poder económico, cabrones. Seriously though, seriously, like you're saying, like we were talking about, like uh, um, your dad, like our parents being like, "What the fuck are we doing with our lives?" Yeah, but it's just like, why hasn't there been like, uh, uh, or not? Not why hasn't there been? I kind of know or can kind of explain why there hasn't been more like funding in the arts. And I think for Mexican people in particular, it's just like the arts don't make money, so don't fucking do it, right? And so it's like, um, how do you? Um, typically like yeah, you know what I'm saying like yeah. cause like you think of like I always bring this shit up motherfucking Jewish people like they have made an entire industry in Hollywood and they have a lot of money and they they, they like literally just run Hollywood and- oh man quit watching YouTube videos <laughs> <laughs> but it's like I think we're getting to that point and it's like this is tight to have you here to be part of this shit and shit because like I think we're literally watching where's that our trend. Black Panther bro <laughs> <laughs> About to say yeah. no. We already had that on another Where's podcast. Where's our Wakanda? Yeah. Homie? Machende or something? Was, it's Waslan. Yeah. Waslan. Um, but yeah, I think uh, yeah, I think we're coming into ourselves in I, a very dope way. Yeah, this and is something we talked about even like four years ago when we first met Chingo, and the fact that like I I believe and I think I we talked about this four years whenever that was when we first met. We talked about how like uh, Latino culture or Mexican American culture. Uh, finally coming to the point where like African-American culture mm-hmm. ha- it has become and an broken mainstream. And I think we're getting there. I think it's starting to break. Yeah, thanks yeah. to Takashi. We- <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. See, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's my issue. I'm not a purist by any means. I fuck with, like, you know, I think God his music's damn. tight. <laughs> but it's like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Wait, never mind. Y'all go ahead. He's not even trying to hate on Takashi. I'm not trying to hate on him. Like, I'm just saying. Well, okay, that, like, okay. Let's take let's take it. Let's let's just take a step back from this ledge here. In, uh... And 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 I have another like just it's it, it might it's not a, like a it's a similar question because we were last week we talked about Kendrick Lamar winning the Pulitzer. Oh yeah, which mm-hmm. is crazy. Uh-huh. So if you were gonna win an award, what what award do you want to win? What like what you know? What do you? What sort of recognition, artistic recognition, do you think you would like to receive? Oh wow, that's a fucking tough ass question. It's oh, like shit. Father of the Year. <laughs> hey, uh, maybe yeah. Man, yeah. Um, I mean, it's kind of like I mean, fucking Hustler of the Century. No. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, dude. That's a whatever it is. It should be like a gold plated tamale or like a, <laughs> or like the a taco grill. Trophy. Best taco um, in town. A Nike, like a diamond plated. Like, no, but I mean, Nike look, boot. like to, to like, cause it's an uncomfortable question because it, like if somebody. Meme of the millennium. No, like if somebody, <laughs> like, like, no, like I'll be totally honest. Like if somebody asked me, then like, like I'm like, oh no, I'm never, I'm, I'm too humble. I'm not going to say that. Yeah. But the fact of the matter is I would love to win an Academy Award for directing. 
I'm not gonna lie. That's the fucking truth. That is the zenith of what I would love to do with myself. So, like, what is that for you now? Like, we never stop striving, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. After you know, after you win that, that you that's a tough one because yeah. I, I. That's a tough one because I don't really think about. Like to me, there's I've nah, no my miss No way, no net that way. Like I, I feel like to me, I've I've gotten to like a certain age of maturity or something to where I don't trip over finish lines as much. Okay, yeah, I embrace yeah. the journey, eh? Yeah, uh, no, no, I, the, I, I get trust that. the process, homie. Yeah, yeah, no, I get that, <laughs> yeah. but but at some point, like it's good, like it's good to be recognized because like you put in so much work, and hmm. I, I don't think there's anything Shit. wrong with that. A I don't check? think I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No, a check, a check is great for sure. A check, yeah, mm-hmm. no, that's true. A check, because yeah. you know, trophy. I mean, recognition's cool, man. But you know, there's always like you when you were up there at Sundance. There's always somebody that's like, hey, oh, yeah. but he cheated, or yeah. oh, but he took a shortcut, or mm-hmm. oh, but whatever. So, like even even um, like that moment I described where it's like, hey, I'm back at Fiesta, but this time it's different. You know what I mean? This time I just feel like I've reached a little bit level of like solidified to where you don't have to have the backpack with the, with the uh, CDs in it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. It's like you know what I mean? It's like people give you props on the street. Yeah. And um so you know, but and it was just a reminder of hey man, there really is no finish line. Like you just have to keep creating so that yeah. next year you can get more props and um um you know, enjoy the process, enjoy the journey because there's no like end all be all. It's yeah, not yeah. like, yes, I, I finally I mean, did this. Though. I, like, I, I don't think like you did say zenith, and that is kind of the <laughs> definition of, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm end sorry. all be all. I'm sorry, I, t- I retract my zenith comment. <laughs> I was talking about the televisions. Um, no, I mean, like, because clearly, like, I at the end of the day, yes, it's it's the doing that's fun, mm-hmm. right? Like, when I think about like. Like, I'm like, why am I, honestly, sometimes I'm like, why am I still doing this? Why am I, why do I meet up and like, why do I, why am I staying up late to write scripts and working on pitches with Sammy? Why am I doing a podcast? I could be making so much money being like a tech executive. Mm -hmm. I I got a job. I can make much more money if I just completely focus on that. Right. Mm -hmm. So definitely love the process, but. Yeah. And then even money, like even money is not even the end all be all because. Because, you know, joy and happiness, you know, there has to be a little bit. You got to be happy with yourself and you got to have that balance to where, you know, would you be happy being an an executive, you know, slaving? Exactly. Slaving for something that, you know, you don't have your whole heart in. Right. Um, I mean, shit, dude. I mean, when I had my college degree and people are like, wait, what's your job? Like, I had to, like, invent my job. Yeah. I had to create my job because... My in my mind, my particular set like skill set. N- nobody wanted that. Like who the fuck wanted? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like they don't. They don't. Like if I went to, if I went and applied for a job at a company, I was like, check out my skill set. I have vision. I'm inventive. <laughs> you know what I'm I got some foil in my pocket. Yeah, like, <laughs> like I got sauce. I got I could finesse. Like what's your skill? What's your instrument? Finesse. How do you play? A firm what, do you grip know the on aesthetic. Yeah, like how many hours do you practice your instrument? Finesse. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so it's like I had to invent my job, but 
I guess what I was trying to say, like what I was when I was hearing you speak, uh, what I was trying to say is like, at the end of the day, man, like, you're too big for the city of Houston. <laughs> that's what I heard. The words, that's pretty much what I heard. You know, that's why I'm in San Jose right now. Yeah, no, basically, man, what I was trying to say is like, is like sometimes you might be in a position and other people from the outside looking in are like, oh my God, I wish I had that. It's yep. like, be careful what you wish for. Yeah. And, and there I was at Fiesta. <laughs> it always goes back to Fiesta. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, there was a Fiesta and it's like, dude, you, you wished for this. You wanted to have clout. Yeah. You wanted to come back to Fiesta and... And like these same people that turn, it's the chip on your shoulder, right? Yeah, the same yeah. people that turned turn you, you down, down, that said you can't perform on this stage, the radio station won't play you, you're too fucking underground, you're too Latin for the urban station, you're too urban for the Latin stations, and but you got clout, you're getting a check to be, you're getting paid to be here, you can't walk nowhere because everybody fucking knows you, you know, yeah. everybody's interrupting your shot, <laughs> and and um, it's like, isn't this what you wanted? Isn't this what you dreamed of? And then it's kind of like. Yeah, but it kind of sucks too, cause yeah. now we gotta walk to the car. Yeah, and you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. do I got? Do we need a police officer? Does it, like, does, how are we gonna? Does that happen in in Houston at all? Like when you're, well, I that, would imagine that, when you're home or when. I mean, it's usually low key. Like, hey, dude, fuck, you know how long you gonna be working on this machine? I want. Can I work in on this set? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. It's just like, oh shit, you go to H E B too. Like. <laughs> <laughs> It's not crowds. Of, it's like, what the fuck? Are you him? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Like yeah. at the airport. It's like small. But that Fiesta shit, it was like a what? shit ton of fucking people, shit. a high concentration of people. And they're all and fucking turnt. And they're getting drunker by the hour and yeah. inhibitions are going down. That was last year? Or th- just like a week ago. Oh, I was just there too. No, like or... Two days ago. Yeah. Okay, three days ago. Right? Yeah, yeah. And right. it was crazy because we were, we were having to shoot some stuff and it was yeah. like guerrilla style where I was having to do man on the street like approach huh. people oh fuck and I'm in costume yeah, and yeah, I just yeah. thought to myself oh that was that clip of you dancing <laughs> yeah. And, uh, so, yeah, yeah 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 so let me put it I, I've been trying to put this shit into words uh-huh. this is what I've been trying to say <laughs> alright bro so how did you get casted in this role how did they decide to hire you in this role to put on a wig and fuck with people and yeah. freestyle and be inventive and make shit up off the top of your head. Yeah. How did that happen? Well, a it's long like how much time, time do you have? <laughs> yeah, because yeah. it's like, how do you apply for that? Yeah. You yeah. don't. You fucking invented it. You yeah, made it yeah, up. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, by the way, we need some of that sauce. You know what I mean? Yep. And it's yep. it, ju- it just it just it was weird to me, dude. It was like full circle. Mm-hmm. I'm back where I started, yeah, yeah. but shit's different. And there's a ton of ups and downs. And like doubt, and do we keep going? Are we going in the wrong direction? Like, do we need to look at the map again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I, low key for me though, because I hear these stories, and then those are the people that come back and like are requesting him now. It feels so good to reject him. Just like, <laughs> I'm sure. Hell yeah. I'm, that's what I'm living for, kind of. <laughs> because I'll hear like the stories of his frustration and stuff, and then it's like, oh. 15 years later now, right? Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. I, I, because I, I do the whole booking and, and stuff, and so I'll, I'll get these emails and I'll be like, do you know this person? And he's like, well, I'm like, it's a no. Okay. And yeah. I just reject him. It's pretty dope to be able to say like, no, he ain't fucking yeah. with you. you know? yeah. Speaking of which, every Jay-Z has a Beyonce behind them. Hey! 
Every, 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 every Diego Rivera has a Beychella. F- <laughs> you know, Beychella. Oh man, not to make this too long, but yeah, I mean, uh, can you describe like you guys working together and your, the whole op- the chingo operation, and obviously Marisol is a huge part of it. Um, as uh, you I'll got her go two first. minutes, go. No, just like- I'll let her go first. <laughs> wait, wait. Let me ask this: How did you guys meet? Okay, so in the beginning, because <laughs> oh, I don't even know that story. Well, well, this is a romance. Well, first time, I'll let, I'll let him. Talk. First time when we were young. <laughs> Uh, you know, I hollered at her in the club. I got her phone number. That's but, really true. Yeah. That's so 90s. <laughs> in Houston? In Houston? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, we're, we come from the same era. And, uh, Tight. And so, I didn't know that. But, but to me, I was like, man, something about this girl. Like, I think she's a good girl. And I can't. And she knows it. I can't well, call her right now. I wasn't now. one of the girls twerking at the club. <laughs> That's what it was. She's like, well, gosh, she's not doing what everybody well, else is doing. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you this. The first time I asked, I saw you guys dating and I asked uh, Chingo about Marisol. I was like, so like you got a girlfriend? He's like, yeah. And then like, I was like, what's up with that? Like, is it like serious? He's like, yo, let me tell you this. When we're at the house and we make some chicken and, <laughs> and they take the, the, the meat off the chicken for the enchiladas and I was about to throw she, a bone away. She yelled at me. She's like, no, there's still chicken. We can, we can make. We can make this other thing out of the bone. That's a whole enchilada. And then she's like, you're throwing away valuable shit. She's like, and There's I was like, damn, this guy is sprung. Guy, she got him. That's all it took. She said, you better save that chicken bone. It's he just told bone me that. Uh, hey. He remembered. You gotta make a dollar out of 15 cents. You know, know what I mean? Shit. Bonnie, um, Bonnie no, it's actually pretty fun working together. Obviously, no one knows, like, the stress that goes behind. Like, Absolutely, yeah. That's why I would want know, to talk about like, this a little bit. Uh, we're the only ones that worry about like Chicken did the show sell out. You know who who are we having? Did yeah. this get done? You know. And I ask because you guys do run a very tight, very clean ship. You know, and I don't think a lot of people know that or th- don't realize that a lot of other people yeah. just fuck around and well, they're the just com- like, well, especially in stand up comedy, it's every, these motherfuckers are crazy, drunk bastards thank doing you. crazy. It's part uh, of our. It's part of the reason of our success. Yeah. So that's one of the things that when comedians hate. They don't take into account yep, yep. all these other They elements. wish they had a motherfucking... Yeah, they don't take into account all the elements of, like, who's managing you? Who's routing your tour? Like, who's styling you? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Who's yep. watching your back? Who's taking notes on the script to see who... Yep. Did, this audience member was lost. They didn't understand. Did you mumble the word? That yep. punchline didn't work. Yep. Some motherfuckers don't have that, and they don't take that into account yep. when they're just comparing. They're basically resentful of it. <laughs> yeah, but they don't really take into account, like... But the comedians that roll with us, man, they're they're great. Yeah, they're yeah. Really and they really yeah. they appreciate like that it is a tightly run ship. So yeah, yeah. They already know like, did I run the light? Um, yeah. You know, I didn't bring too much merch, did I? Yeah. Uh, you know. And that's what's tight. Not to get, mm-hmm. but like the the crew that you guys are running in terms they're, of like they're the funny. they're funny and it's kind of like this little family that's kind of developing with Jerry and Jesus Sepulveda and uh, Midnight yeah, and a whole bunch and of cats yeah it's like Jesus yeah, it's coming so uh, these guys are the new wave yeah that's exactly of, exactly that's part of your answer of the zenith it's yeah. like I want to open up doors. I'm not trying to like take credit or nothing like that, uh-huh. but I want to see these dudes shine. Uh, these dudes are stars. Yeah, these yeah. dudes are the future. They're, yeah. they're writers. Yeah, yeah. These are some of the funniest motherfuckers in the business. Yep. And I happen to like, they happen to be my friends. I pick their brain. They help me out. Yeah. And um, like, 
that's part of my success. Yeah, yeah. I roll with funny motherfuckers. I have yeah. to follow these dudes. You know what I'm saying? And what's kind of tight, too, and ironic is that, like, it took someone that was outside of the stand-up comedy mm-hmm. to do that. Because, like I was saying, in, in L.A., it's, like, super clicky. Like, uh, when I think of L.A. comedy scene, it's just, like, white-ass dudes, like... It's like Bill Burr, Joe Rogan. This is like all the time. And there's like Jesus Sepulveda, Jesus fucking Trejo. Mm-hmm. Uh, all these guys that are just like super hilarious. It's like, why aren't they getting their well, turn at bat in L.A.? So, like, so how about, okay, so I'm, you guys are up here in Silicon Valley. I'm sure you hear about like disrupting an industry, mm-hmm. like some shit that's disruptive. Like yeah. the Casper mattress disrupted the mattress. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't, don't give no free plugs around here, dude. I know they We're didn't pay. Beep leave that out. out. Leave it out. Leave it out. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I like to think that we're part of the disruption. Of yeah, like, absolutely. So, for instance, um, wait, you guys do VIP tickets? We've never done that. Wait, you guys sell merch? We don't sell merch. Uh, because usually it was like the blind leading the blind. It was people doing things out of tradition. We don't know why we do things this way, but that's the way Mencia did it. We don't know why we do this way things this way, but that's the way George Lopez always did it. And nobody... Ever, Thankfully, I'm an outsider. Thankfully, I didn't come in with all these predisposed assumptions and like inflexible. I don't even know what the word is like, like, like um, when shit, uh, what's the word? Like a bone heals wrong. You know what I'm saying? And so I came in from a whole nother world. So I'm just coming in, like applying things from a different industry. Like, for instance, I know people hate on, um, like, even, like, Kevin Hart. Like, oh, he's just social media. It's like, dude, yeah, that's yeah. a tool. Yep, yep. And if you don't know how to use that herramienta, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you don't know how to use that tool, you're going to struggle because you don't have leverage. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Crazy. Sure. Well, it, it, the, the, I would say, not the very last thing we'll end up, but we're getting there. You guys are about to have an addition to the family. Mm-hmm. We were talking about it at dinner. <laughs> <laughs> congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you congratulations like for two, sure. Two and a half months away from uh, yep. a new girl. Yep. Yeah. How has that changed y'all's perspective on things? As you know, you guys have been working together for the last three or four years now. Yeah, four years. I mm-hmm. mean, what is that? A lot of people say like, okay, like, and this has actually happened to me in some ways. In that, like, when I got married, and having like, not like I was running around being an idiot beforehand anyway, but. When you have somebody, it helps you focus. You know, you're not, you're just concerned about the work now. And you're cool. Your personal life is cool. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, you don't have, mm-hmm. you're not out there looking for bullshit you're or whatever. Chasing. chasing and stuff. Like, what do you think a, a, a new, you already have a daughter, mm-hmm. but a mm-hmm. new, you know, you guys are starting your own little family now. Mm-hmm. Like, what does that change? Or does that, has that forced any new perspectives? Uh, yeah, because it's, uh, now it's, uh, I got to stay behind as far as like, for a little bit, yeah, yeah, for a little bit before we, which, which I think is going to be beneficial in in many ways too, because there's like a lot of stuff that I know she's ready to take care of that it's like, well, I'm on the road taking care of this stuff. So it'll free, it'll free up. There's stuff back home regardless when we're on the road. It's like, well, we got to go. Oh, that's pending, and this is pending, yeah. and then it's like, yeah. so I think, or at least this is my plan at least, at least uh, six months before I'll try to like hit the road again, yeah. and then see how that goes, and then. Yeah. I mean, the biggest biggest change is um I'm just in a different point in my life. It's just like maturity, yeah. you know, maturity, and uh, I have. 
prior like different priorities than I did when I was 21, 22 or whatever. Um so really it's just about like for the next generation and um nigga I'm thinking about retiring. <laughs> Think about retirement. We finna yeah. retire at this bitch. Um but you know just just um what's the word? Like just giving the right raising kids, man, giving them the tools so that they can you know, I can set them up to where they know what artistic license is at a way earlier age than 10th yeah, yeah. fucking grade. For sure, yeah. Like, just little gems and little jewels that were given to me, I can make sure these kids have them off top day one. Like, you know, schooling them. Yep. Like, look, I'm going to just give you the game right now. That way you ain't got to, you know, trial and error all your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Looking for the answers. I'm going to give you the keys. And, you know, hopefully they soak it up. And In the, in the more immediate sense, like, what, what do you think? Like in terms of the rest of it, because you have like a shitload of shows coming up, don't you? It's like yeah. fucking like forty shows or something. With, I don't know. And for the uh, rest of like the summer and fall or whatever. Yeah, it will end in July. We so take a break we'll take in a July. Break in July. Uh-huh. Which okay. do. Oh, cool! Right, right, right. And then he hits the road again. It was trust me, it was planned. Everything's yeah. planned. of course, of course, yeah. And I had already told him, hey, listen, if it don't happen this month, we're gonna have to quit because we can't drag it. Yep, you know, yep. until for the next tour. Season, you yeah, know. Yeah. yeah. Because I planned it to work. Because he'll only tour August to three months after the baby is born. And then we're off again. Because he doesn't. Cool. He doesn't uh, And then we'll, we'll focus the on some other shit. Yeah. That and um, I want to I wanna produce something dope. Like in November or something. December. It sounds like you got, almost like want to hustle harder or something. or Just hustle, hustle smarter. smarter. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Damn, That's maybe, like maybe I should have a kid. <laughs> 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 With the yerbas tat across your face. I need to get a yerba set to a weed leaf, have a kid. And then that's it. And then we'll see what happens. I don't that that's all I got so far. But <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right. Last question. What do you I mean, what do you want to be remembered for? Oh god damn. I know that's an easy question, uh, but <laughs> man, no, that that's actually a very tough <laughs> That's a tough question, man. Um um, uh, remembered for Ooh. I really don't know, dude. That I don't know yeah, only because I think a creator, Pete. Yeah, it's just only it's because very innovative. I I feel it, because even before I'm gonna tell you something. But before he and, and I'm not just saying this because we're together, but before the first time I had heard about him through a friend, and I saw his I saw the way he was dressed and everything. I was like. Wait, nobody's copying him yet? Like, no one has, like, figured out this, like... I was like, what a genius, you know? And I'm like, what a... Ge-, almost like the Takashi 6 9 Like, he found his yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, and he, you didn't yeah. fucking tattoo shit all over yeah, your exactly. damn face. <laughs> Sammy just doesn't like tattoos, people. <laughs> on the That's face. That's what it turns out. It just he doesn't like tattoos on the face. Otherwise, Takashi 6 9 is okay. He's yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I just thought it was pretty cool because, yeah. you know, it's like he invented his own lane. And I just really thought, like, no one, you know, and it's funny because we're 2018 and you'll see people now trying to rock the yeah, thing that he was doing boots, 15 yeah. years ago. And yeah, it's yeah. just funny now. It's just like, okay, bro. Yeah, you should probably would have thought of that. You should jump on that back bandwagon back like then, 15 yeah. years yeah. ago, you know? So I think it's just pretty damn Creative. I, th- like, I think the answer we were looking for was Masa and the Power, dude. Yeah, I want to yeah. say <laughs> Triple F Farms. <laughs> hey, but before, no, not on that subject. That that was super fun. 
That was a fun. Love it too. It just had its own little feel, its own little vibe, and um, you know, it was like those that did get it and did peep game and like did give it a chance and like took the time to like kind of um fall into that world or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And and then even Wayne, man, I think about Wayne sometimes. I was like, you dream about him and shit or what? Jerry, yeah, Jerry. (laughs) His um. Like he's a dope ass actor, right? Like, yeah. He brings that little energy, those little nuances. Um, yep. I learned a lot. That was like our little film school for sure. Um, yeah, we'll do. But it, it was a dope time. ass project, man. Like everybody involved. Um, that that was a cool. Like just the fact that it was set like in a different time period. It just took me back to like, okay, how was it when my dad was an immigrant? Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. He he actually was on his little tamal hustle for a minute. Yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah. Just because it was that time period, I, I, I really, I enjoyed it, man. That's what's up. We'll do it again sometime soon, hopefully. Oh, shizzle. Nice, nice. All right, man, that's... that's... I don't know what I want to be remembered for. I, only because it sounds like lofty. It sounds like, <laughs> like narcissistic. Like, I I like the dopest app. I think, I think Marisol had a good, like, I mean, she she's saying you're like an innovator. You're going to be remembered as being an innovator. And I think you stated it earlier. You're trying to be humble here and not say it, but... You said earlier that you you know how to change. You know how to evolve. And you are... Shapeshift. Yeah. <laughs> Illuminati. Yeah. Chemtrails. Yeah. Pyramids. Uh, reptilian. Yeah. No, no, I mean, like, but basically, like... Bitcoin. Okay. Blockchain technology. Blowing your mind. Uh, no, I mean, you've, you've been able to evolve... And uh, not just maintain a career, but grow. Yeah, yeah, that's that's actually uh, I do want to pat myself on the back for that one. Yeah, because like I said earlier, man, there's you lose faith sometimes. There's ups, yeah. there's ups and downs. But then you pull up to a venue and there's a line around the building, and it, or you get the email that's like show. Uh, don't sold. get ahead of yourself. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like show sold out, and like you're on stage and you're performing and you're acting and you, you know. That right there, that that's a huge fucking pay payment right there. Yeah, nice, nice, nice. cool, man. So what's what's up next in terms of your shows? What what do you want to? What, what do you? Wanna, this is coming out Monday, Monday so. Yeah, so yeah, just I mean, new material, new year, you know, new baby, and yeah. uh, new tour. So where can people find uh, tour dates or what? Website chingobling.com. Nice. Follow me online, social media. Todas las mamadas. What's that Instagram handle? Memes, mamadas y más. No. no. Um, menudo. Uh, at real chingo bling. Man. I was thinking of words that start with M. <laughs> Memes, menudo y mamadas. And, and Marisol, you're at. And Marisol, Marisol oh shit. <laughs> memes, memes, menudo, mamadas y Marisol. I didn't mean it that way. I don't know if you want to be part her, of it. I was the... trying to give her a plug. I was trying to give her a plug, goddammit. Trying to be friendly here. Is it Marisol? Marisol and Marisol underscore ankles <laughs> at at mama underscore bling underscore let's not forget that one, day one all my day ones <laughs> nice nice alright Sammy you got anything else here uh, that's all man thanks for coming through Shingo and Marisol uh, uh, that's all I gotta say man this, nice. thank you very much nice. snap it out <laughs> outro with that thank you all very much for joining us on this Madre Podcast 53 thank you very much Chingo for stopping this by thismadre.com yeah man good luck on the shows the next two nights you don't need luck you can be alright I'm gonna break a leg nice nice but uh yeah man 
appreciate you stopping by. Everyone listening, please remember to share the podcast with all your friends and family. Remember to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, YouTube, Instagram, YouTube, and oh, Facebook. All <laughs> Whatever. You porn. And, and, uh, thanks to the, and thanks to you guys listening, man. Thanks to all the people. Yep. Catch you guys next week. We out this bitch. Nice. <laughs> it never ends. <laughs> Damn, what a fucking interview. I don't know what to say. I bet, yeah. This is like Charlie Rose without the rapey stuff. <laughs> big thank you to Chingo Bling and Mighty Slow for stopping by this week man that was really tight definitely and a uh, big thank you to our presenting sponsor Fuji Lab Fresheners for making it happen yes yes sir we're Remember all working to- together in a sort of like it's it's unexplainable you know what I'm saying Rasa helping Rasa hey fool this is like some Malcolm X shit right here <laughs> Right here, you're, you're experiencing it. We're right about now. to get murdered soon no, because it's maybe so. It's not Malcolm X. Uh, maybe mm. who's a better comparison? Yeah, maybe. No, it's probably Malcolm X. You're right. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely yeah. Malcolm X. We yeah. basically the week before he got shot. <laughs> that shit was dope as fuck. He was out there like at clubs, yeah. mad bitches, you know, listening, you know, real serious social policy chain. There you go. I don't even know what I'm talking about. But the point is that this is actually a really good episode. We're it was a great to... episode, and it's a great example of our people coming together, leveraging our each of our clout. Our clout. Our clout. We got we got the the trifecta of Fuchila, Chingo Bling, and Marisol and Company, and Desmadre here. There you go. We need to see more of this. You know, if you know, if you have any recommendations for other people who. You you think we should get on the podcast? Please uh, leave a comment, shoot us an email, whatever you know where we are on social media. If you if you want to throw some money at us, if you're you got a body shop, you got a restaurant, <laughs> you want to fucking sponsor some Desmadre podcast episodes? Fuck it, yeah, fuck it, we'll do it. Wait, we, we ain't that expensive. Come on now, seriously, we'll write a rap for you. She, <laughs> okay, we won't do that because you probably don't want it. Yeah, but maybe we'll do a. a a fucking a corrido for you. There you go. That's even fucking harder. No, don't commit to shit. You know we can't do. Uh, you know I'm kind of like I like to overcommit to things. You know that's I, true. Like, I, I got a problem with that. Anyway, yeah. thank you very much, Fuji Lab Fresheners. Remember to follow them at Fuji Lab Fresheners on Instagram. And if you're interested in getting some of their awesome fresheners, freshen up your life, freshen up your ass, freshen up your car. <laughs> Go to FuchiLabFreshers.com, enter Desmadre18 promo code, and you will get 25% off orders of $10 or more. Thanks again, Fuchilab Fresheners. Thanks again, Chingo and Marisol. There you go. Thank you for listening. We'll see you all next week. Driving around with a pale green tree, car still smelling like miércoles pasado. Fuchila, fuchila, throw it out. Fuchila, fuchila, spice it up. Fuchila Fresheners bringing that get fresh feeling up.